0: Boom. There we go. Everyone. Happy Monday. I hope we're doing well. I hope this episode has seen you well. It's the beginning of a new week. And that usually means like for the past 37 weeks that this must be the Monday morning commute podcast. Everyone. My name is John. Here's my thing. It is so funny how things work. Last episode, I said something along the lines of, it's not going to snow in Portland. And it very well, it, it might not. But I I kind of said that just assuming it wouldn't. The, the uh, groundhog pokes its head up. Appa- is there, it, it's a groundhog, pokes its head up. Apparently, we're getting an earlier spring. Therefore, I'm assuming, won't get much snow in the Portland metro area. You know, you open the weather app one time, you see three snowflake symbols, and well, isn't that the darnest thing? I mean, that's just how things work, and that's funny. I'm watching the Super Bowl. They throw up a stat. 31 for 31 field goal attempts have been converted in this stadium right before Steven Gutzkowski was going to take his kick. And you're thinking, I mean, he's a Patriot kicker. He's probably converting <clears throat> high 80s percentage-wise. It's a lock. But he hooks his kick left. It's funny how things work. I mean, that was that. Everyone, this is a, a Monday morning commute where I wanted to kind of come at the angle of storytelling. There, there will, of course, be analysis and assessment. Everyone, uh, we're going to title this Monday morning commute, quote unquote, industry. The way it went down, it was one summer night, uh, 2017. I, I found myself literally without a plan. Just hanging out, laying in bed, kind of scrolling through Instagram. you got to imagine something. So I'm laying in my bed. I was on the upper floor of the house. No real cooling system. We're flirting around 92 degrees outside. It was very warm, stuffy. Laying there. Boxer briefs. Bits of sweat gathering on my chest. I'm shirtless. Hanging out. Content for some reason. My Ikea bed frame just starting to squeak every time I moved around it. Got around that one year mark, things got questionable. The mattress and the phone topper are intact, but when it's 92 degrees outside, you got to be looking 80 something in the room. You don't want to be on top of a phone topper. You can imagine the comforter nowhere in sight. I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see a photo put up by a restaurant called Pock Pock. For those of you don't know, pock Pok is a very successful Northern Thai uh, chain's not a good way to put it, but it's a northern uh, Thai style of cuisine, and they got like a little bit of an empire in Portland. I think it's a good way to put it. And they put up a photo for an industry night at this ramen shop called a Fury, where Pok, Pok a Fury, and then the East Side distillery were going to get together, collaborate, free food, free drink for anyone who worked in the industry. Now what does it mean to be industry? Basically, it's a cook, it's a bartender, it's a server, it's a host, it's a hostess, it's an owner. Anything like in the restaurant-related field, obviously, I think duration of time plays a bit of a factor, but anyone who really adopts the lifestyle as well, it's that waking up 11 a.m., 12 p.m., starting work at 4 p.m., not getting off until 1, 1 1.30. It's the accumulation of various vocabulary. So when I'm setting my reservation, I'm not saying I don't want a reservation for 2 I don't I don't say I want a table for 2 I'm saying I want a 2 top 3 top etc It's those subtle things that can point out you know who's industry and who isn't And at the time of this very stuffy steamy and hot summer I was running a taco catering business I was running my own business I basically would make lunches dinners tacos or burritos for any sort of you know business it just really didn't matter size-wise in the greater Portland area and it was a one-man operation. So I was the owner. I was the server. I uh, didn't really have to host or host anyone, but I was the cook. I, didn't, I had Harito's soda. I didn't really have anything to be a bartender. But I manned every position that it took to run a, a one-man taco business out of his house, delivering in a Honda CRV. So technically, I was actually extremely industry considering I did everything. It was for a summer, obviously duration of time. Let's just forget that for a moment. But once you read that Instagram post another time and you see that you get free food, free drink, free admission, the photo itself kind of retro, it's artistic. A lot of cool people should be there. All of a sudden, you feel a little bit more industry than you actually are. All of a sudden, your forearms... Once bare, naked, now covered in tattoos, and then you lift up your shirt, and where that sweat was once percolating, all of a sudden, you can't really tell, just kind of blasted with ink. American traditional, a little polka, some realism, the the whole spectrum, all over your body. Into it. Bit of scruff on the facial hair. You're about as industry as can be, next thing you know, that right thumb tapping that photo, we're liking it that red heart popping up on the photo, not as much confirming that action as much as solidifying my RSVP. Everyone, I was committed at this point. I'm checking the clock, 4.30 PM. Okay. The event kicks off at eight. Leave here 7.45, 7.50. I'm showing up fashionably late, but not too late. I didn't know anyone. I want to be able to make an entrance, maybe shake someone's hand become friends with someone. And from there we kind of operate and navigate the crowd. I'm obviously going in food wise, beverage wise. Let's see what we're doing. I might even take a lift there. We might see. Maybe I don't have to count. The day goes on. Temperature drops a little bit. I'm in the shower, washing up. I'm scrubbing up. I want to be official. Walk back into the room. I'm drying off. Briefs go on different pair. Excuse me here's where things get a little dicey. So I chose to wear these beige shorts, but they weren't necessarily just kind of like beige khakis. They, they were these pants I used to have where about a few months prior, I impulsively decided to kind of just cut off the legs. They're a bit jagged at this point. Top wise, I chose a light blue t-shirt, light blue collar tee, going to button up. I was wearing rainbow flip-flops. That was the best decision I'd made. All this lighter clothing, though, does not contrast well with dark blotches of sweat. I said the temperature dropped, but everyone, if it's still 79, 81 in a house, someone who has Greek descent, Greek blood, I'm sweating easily. I basically just set myself up to walk into this event looking like I came from the gym and just lazily threw on some clothes. I was wearing flip flops too. I don't know if that's a thing in this industry, rainbow flip flops, if anything. I wasn't thinking. Either way, the clock's getting around 7:40. I'm a little antsy. I hop in the car a bit too early. That same CRV. We're starting the engine. Got the aux cord plugged in, and I back out of the driveway and I get on my way. Music-wise, I'm feeling good. I'm a bit anxious, but I was proud of myself for doing this, for kind of putting myself out there. I was alone in this car, a very small SUV, just me, some music. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. Because the closer I got to my destination, palms get a little sweatier. Butterflies a little bigger in the belly. Instead of the aux cord being plugged into my iPhone, it almost gets passed to anxious thoughts, basically telling me, brother, you're not industry at all. What what are you doing? You don't belong there. They'll sniff you out right away. Those tattoos are fake. You don't have any. With each fake dialogue going on in my head, the wheels of my CRV kept spinning and I kept getting closer and closer to my destination. Looking over my passenger seat, how soothing would it be if there was someone else here? Someone else who actually wasn't industry, maybe making me feel better. Not as much sticking out like sore thumbs together, but maybe like a couple pigeons in a chicken coop, right? Just a little different. They can kind of do the walk and kind of get around the once anxious dialogue going on in my head, now submitting to a, a form of high-level thinking. I, I'm scanning the contact list uh, of my phone, not, not literally physically, I didn't have the phone in my hand, but I'm just, I'm just literally going through names. I am, I'm, I'm picturing faces. I mean, who's going to be the ideal person? Who's going to be my partner in crime? Who's going to fake being industry with me the best? One face pops up sparing their name, not the details. I'll put it this way. Bit of history. Went on a few dates, hung out a few times. One person ended up being a little bit more intrigued in the other. Other one not really getting that same energy. One person got left on red. One person got ghosted. It was me. I got rejected. And that's just part of life. Mentality wise, I was thinking, you know what? I've been rejected once. Can't really Get rejected again. I suppose you could, just won't hurt as bad. Not that it hurt, won't sting as bad. Let's put it like that. Why not? This person was artsy, out there, had a couple tattoos that might be able to help, I would say, f- put this fake industry energy towards everyone a little bit better. Maybe we'll seem a little bit more legit. I forget where the tattoos were placed. It didn't really matter at that point. I feel like if you've got a tattoo, at least in this field, people know it whether you can see it or not. It was the only person that was in Portland at the time that I thought might be able to truly, you know, ride side by side, equipped enough. Lingo wise, we'd have to scavenge here and there. That might mean eavesdropping and other conversations, implementing them where we can. I pull over to the side of the road. I take out my phone, fire off a text. The thought process was, you know what, if I get a reply and you know, 30 minutes, shoot, you know, shoot her the address and she can meet me there. If not, no big deal. If there's no reply, no big deal. Just delete the conversation and forget any of this happened. Boom, hit the blue arrow. Left-hand turn signal goes on. After starting the engine, of course, we merge and we're back on our way. Got about a mile left in this journey. About one minute later, phone buzzes. Can't be. It, it's gotta be some sort of group chat. Maybe it's some housemates checking in on me, seeing if everything was okay. Look down briefly, see the name on the phone, right-hand turd saying, we're pulling over again, turning off the car, taking out the phone. Similar to a high school senior getting an acceptance letter to the college of their choice. I opened up this text message, big smile on my face, because quote unquote, she was down. I couldn't believe it. I fire off the address. I had a partner in crime at this point. My confidence now rising, almost uh, pushing the, the thought and memory of those anxious narratives completely out of the way. I'm feeling good. It was gonna be a good evening. You know, if I fail, I'm failing with someone else. It's not alone. It takes a bit of the pressure off. I'm about half a mile away from the destination and I'm thinking to myself, look, I don't wanna park right outside. It's going to be street-level parking. There's no parking lot. I want to give myself mm, maybe quarter mile to walk. I can take some deep breaths. I can take in the sounds of the street, kind of take my mind off any potential social interactions, any potential questions of where I work, what I do, and how industry I am. I don't have to think about that at that point. I can collect myself. Similar to a fighter maybe making a walkout to their favorite song before a big fight. That's what I was really doing. I find a spot suitable, I pull over, turn off the car, look at myself in the mirror, ask myself, are you, are we actually in for this? Quick little mental nod, check the window, no cars coming, open the door, close it, lock it. We're good to go at this point, keys in the pocket, I'm now walking forward, only to feel some sort of odd sensation on my right quadricep. It was like a buzzing, it was like a vibrating. It was my phone, getting a call, for my, what I thought was then going to be my partner in crime, that same individual calling, I pick up the phone, starts with a brief chuckle. Hello, hello, how are you? What's up? Are you having trouble finding the place? And I'm all, I'm like, I genuinely am all for creativity. I think it's fantastic. And I've been like, I've had hangouts canceled or pushed I've you know been told no before and been hit with an excuse But I don't think I had ever in that moment heard an excuse more brilliant And actually legitimate than this one apparently the individual that was going to join me hand in hand Live and die by the sword together Wasn't actually able to make the event She got in her car and was on her way But there was a naked bike ride going on in portland This like very night, completely blocking like the main way to get to this restaurant. Okay, that's, well, that's where things get questionable. Apparently there was only one way that she was able to get to this location and it was by this one main road. I didn't buy that. It was just more humorous that she called me and told me in person versus, I appreciated that. But a naked bike ride, a sea of naked people that she was looking at as she was talking to me, not describing the scene. I would have appreciated that, but no, not describing what she was seeing, but basically a sea of naked people preventing her from coming to this event. Quick chuckle, appreciative, the fact that she even called, let's get coffee sometime. I'll talk to you later. Boom, hang up. All right, I'm alone again, but I'm outside of my car, about a hundred feet from it. I could still turn around and hop in that CRV and get on with my night. I could do that. Maybe stop by a McDonald's to get a burger too and some fries because I'd be skipping dinner. No, no, no. Look down at my rainbow flip-flops. The balls of my feet grooved in there. My toes, they, they're home at this point. It's almost like a blackened tar at the bottom of those leather sandals. It's go time. And you know, I... I wish I could sit here and tell you that the entire event was a blur. I I wish I could tell you that I don't remember anything. I wish I could say that I figuratively blacked out. Just don't really know what happened. But that's not the case because I remember the whole thing. And it was remarkably uneventful. I got to the front, they had to check my ID and I knew I was of age, but I had it ready and I showed them. And then I was just gearing up for some sort of question related to being industry, or possibly having to reveal a part of my body where I had a tattoo, but that wasn't the case. Quick glance, it was a half-hearted glance, if I do say so myself, the ID, they made sure I was good to go. I walked in, got a wristband. And then I was in and they were serving food. And there, I mean, it was for the most part crowded mainly around the bar. I got everything I needed. I had some ramen. I had some sort of flank steak. I eventually made my way around to the bar, but I was driving And at that point. You know, I'd said hi to some people. Everyone was kind of clicking together. I had a mocktail, bass LaCroix. It was good, but I was just kind of sitting there. I, I chatted one man next to me for a little bit. His group of friends came, and aside from that, I kind of just took in the entire experience. A lot more baseball hats than I thought. But I was there alone. Didn't feel out of place, really. I mean, I did, but I wasn't uncomfortable for it. Tried to stay away from my phone as long as I possibly could. Just kind of had the back seat. Nice view, really. The, the bar kind of wrapped around, almost like a, if you took a soccer goal but laid it flat. I was on the lower half of one of the corners, looking at the entire situation, great lighting, high ceilings, bunch of different places, three different really establishments kind of just working together, collaborating. Everyone was eating, a lot of smiles. Like it was heartwarming, just kind of dull. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I got my nerves all worked up for this. I got my nerves worked up to have a LaCroix mocktail, Okay. And you know what, everyone? I am looking at the clock right now. And it is about that time. I hope you all enjoyed this storytelling version of the Monday Morning Commute or of the Here's My Thing podcast. Please, I am always open to feedback. Uh, you can find me Twitter at Here's My Things. If you got my phone number, please text me or Instagram, John underscore Aristotle. Let me know. Slide in the DMs. They're always open. But I mean, with that, everyone, let's have a tremendous day, a tremendous week. That's how I got for you, everyone. This was the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.